Good morning, good morning, good morning. Hello, hello, hello. How are you? Oh my goodness me. I am fine. I am happy, happy, happy. It is not hot. It is nice and cool. <laughs> In fact, if I go out into my front garden, it's absolutely freezing right now. Um, well, I say freezing. I think it's just because it's such a change um, from with it being really, really boiling hot. So, right, what's going on today? Have we all got school? Have we all got work? Well, I've definitely got work because it's Wednesday and I don't want to be working. I liked my Wednesdays off, unfortunately. Now have to have Thursday off instead. So I'm looking forward to tomorrow. Um, tomorrow I am sorting my shop out um, uh, down at the bottom of the garden. Um, it's got a little bit messy where people have been looking around it and uh, looking at the shelves and um things like that so things have got moved around um so tomorrow i will be sorting my shop out so that you can see things and and make them all nice and neat again it annoys me every time i look in there i think oh somebody's moved something <laughs> and i know that the, it's when they're looking at things and you know hopefully they buy things but it's still annoying that they've moved it <laughs> it's because I'm an OCD freak. I like things in their proper places. It's how I'm organised. If I wasn't organised, I wouldn't be able to do all these um, all these stories. Because uh, if I wasn't organised, I'd have no time to do them. Uh, right. Okie cokey. So who got the riddle from yesterday? Hmm. Well, well done if you did. Because I thought it was quite a funny one. Um, so it was, what was it? Uh, what is the first thing everyone does when they get into the sea? <laughs> they get wet, obviously. Even if you only put a little toe in. You get wet, a little wet toe. <laughs> so there you go. Well done if you did get that one right. We are... Oh, excuse me, we're yawning. It's not good, is it? Um, Right. The riddle for today is... I'm tall, but I'm not a tree. I shine, but I'm not the sun. I help sailors but I'm not an anchor. What am I? Mm, well, do you know the answer? I hope so. Hope somebody knows it. <laughs> um, right, I have got a question. Um, George and George's mum uh, sent a message to me and they said that uh, they wanted to know what happened to the missing episodes or missing chapters of uh, more wishing chair stories uh, that they've been listening to them and some are missing. 
Um, I've actually had a look. I don't know. Um, I'm not quite sure what's happened because I've had a look in the library on here. Um, and on the more wishing chair stories, it was a very long time ago that I read them, but on that, there's, I think it's three books. I think there's the wish, uh, Adventures of the Wishing Chair, um, the Wishing Chair again or something, and then more Wishing Chair stories. But the, that one was the last in the series. There were no more books after that. Um, and there are only 15 chapters in um, that book. But they all looked as though they were there. And I did test them, um, each one. And they did look as though they, um, or sound as though they were working. So, um, if you're listening, George, please let me know um, which chapters uh, you're missing and I'll look into it and see if I can find out what's happening um, and see if there's anything at this end that's gone a bit wrong um, or, however I am reading the wishing chair stories again so you will have a, a chance to listen to them again <laughs> um, right I have a fun fact and I didn't know this fun fact uh, so I've learned something today. Every day is a school day. Um, so the fun fact is that the first sharks. OK, so you think about sharks now. Great big fish. But the first sharks lived more than 400 million years ago. What? That is an awfully long time ago. Um, and not only is it a long time ago, but it's 200 million years before the first dinosaurs. So the dinosaurs were not the first things to live. Um, the dinosaurs lived after the sharks the sharks were there already so i would think that possibly sharks could could be known as dinosaurs i don't know oh have to look into that one but and not only that but they haven't changed <laughs> or they've changed very little over that time so they still look the same as they did 400 million years ago. Wowzers. So I do have a few questions. Um, some I've had a, an influx of impossible questions. OK, um, so I will. Oh, excuse me. I'll get round to them all. But um, I do need to um, research them all. So please be patient. Because I need, as I say, I've got about five or six that need answering at the moment. All of a sudden, um, lots of them have come all at once. Um, so the impossible question today is quite a good one. Um, and it's from Isaac. And he's only aged five, bless him. Um, and he says, if the earth is round, why do we always feel that we're the right way up wherever we are on earth? How amazing is that question? So, 
The answer is when you're very young, you learn that the sky is up and the earth is down. The ground is down, don't you? Um, and that's something which is true wherever you are on earth. So even if you're in Australia or in England or in, I don't know, anywhere else in the world, if you're standing upright, you feel as though you're the right way up. And that's because your head is up and your feet are down because your body works best with gravity pulling down towards your feet. And no matter where on earth you are, gravity always pulls you towards the centre of the earth, so towards the ground. So you always feel the right way up. Likewise, if you do a handstand anywhere on earth, You'll also feel strange as your body works against gravity to push the blood from your head to your feet. Wowzers! Ah. So there you go. That is why. Um, so Isaac, I hope that I've explained that very well. Um, but it, so try doing a handstand and see if you do feel a bit funny. Uh, right, I will get round, I promise, I promise, I promise, I will get round to the other impossible questions, but I can only answer one a day. Um, otherwise we just get too bogged down with lots of information that nobody really understands. So, uh, right, 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 right. Uh, what day is it today? Apart from being Wednesday, and apart from being the 5th of um i don't know why i've put the 5th of september um for some unknown reason it's the 5th of july not the 5th of september i'm getting ahead of myself aren't i uh so yeah the 5th of july um it's also national bikini day hmm. it's not actually warm enough to be in a bikini today and I don't think they'd appreciate me at work with a bikini on. I think I have to wear um, something, you know, professional looking for work, especially working in a hospital. <laughs> uh, it is National Apple Turnover Day, though. I do like those. I might actually stop um, and get some of the, a couple of those before I go to work. And then I'm going to have, um, if I get a few, I can uh, give them to the other people that I work with. And we can have um, an apple turnover on National Apple Turnover Day just to celebrate. Uh, it's Mechanical Pencil Day. Not 100% sure what a mechanical pencil is, but it sounds good. Um, and... Uh, it's now this is oh it's confusing for me because it looks like national graham cracker day however whenever anybody has mentioned graham cracker um they always make it sound as though they're saying graham cracker so i don't know how that is said 
So let me know if it's pronounced graham cracker or graham cracker and whether it's just that I um, I only ever listen to it in an American accent and maybe that's why it always, just the accent that makes it sound graham. <laughs> um, do you know what? I was sat, oh my goodness me, I was sat so scared last night. Um, I was sat with... Uh, my children had gone to bed. I was all basically ready to go to bed myself almost. And um, all of a sudden I caught something out of the corner of my eye running across the room. And from the size of it, I thought, oh, my God, it's a mouse. So I looked and it wasn't. It was a huge spider massive great big spider with great big thick legs um not nice <laughs> i don't i'm not that bothered about spiders but i like smaller ones <laughs> i don't like ones this size and um so then as i sort of went ah <laughs> and screamed a little bit um i don't know whether it was because it um I don't know, sensed the fact that I screamed or what, or saw me move or what. But it changed direction and started moving, running towards me. And um, so I had a drink in my hand and I kind of threw the drink at it as they, as they just sort of scare it. And all this water went everywhere. Um, luckily, I kept hold of the glass because otherwise would have smashed the glass um so I threw it as if it was like holy water or something and I was trying to um get rid of it that way um and then then it disappeared under my chair um because all it all throwing the water over it did was make it run faster um I've never seen anything move so quickly and it ran under my chair and <laughs> So I dived up off the chair and sort of shot across the room. But it disappeared then. And now I don't know where it is. Um, and I'm, I don't know what's worse. A spider that I can see or a spider that I know is there, but I can't see it. And I don't know where it is. So, um, and then my cat came in this morning and sat right next to the chair and sort of was staring underneath it so now he's got me sort of worried that it's still there and <laughs> it was kind of freaking me out so there you go that's my excitement for the evening i was very very um well definitely scared uh, <laughs> so i don't like spiders that look like that um he didn't look like he was very friendly at all um oh even now it's just giving me the the creeps um so yes there we are not very good <laughs> um so let us see um oh i've got a i do have a question now um i've got an impossible question for you okay and i'm going to put it on the end of this this uh episode so that you can answer it and see whether you can get it right. Okay. Now, my friend Matt 
has asked a question and he's he wanted to know um why is it called chili if it's hot so there's lots and lots of you know like you have a chili uh chili con calm things like that or just the chili um the the little chili pepper um but they're very very hot so why is it called chili if they're very hot so you can answer that question for me instead of me answering it um and then i can go to matt and i can say there you go that's the answer <laughs> um so let's all surprise him and answer the question shall we i think so right i thought we would read chapter three of the adventures of the wishing chair book one so what do you think yes great here goes so chapter three is called the grabbit gnomes Ooh. so it was such fun to have a real live pixie to play with Molly and Peter went to their bed, their playroom every day and talked with Binky, whom they had so cleverly rescued from the giant's castle. He refused to have anything to eat because he said he knew the fairies in the garden and they would bring him anything he needed. Binky, will you do something for us? asked Molly. You know we can't be with the magic chair always to watch when it grows wings. But if you could watch it for us and come and tell us when you see it has wings, then we could rush to our playroom and go on another adventure. It would be lovely if you'd do that. Of course, said Binky, who was a most obliging, merry little fellow. I'll never take my eyes off that chair. Well, will you believe it, that very night... Just as Binky was going off to sleep and the playroom was in darkness, he felt a strange little wind blowing from somewhere. It was the chair waving its wings about. Binky was up in a trice and ran out of the playroom to the house. He knew which the children's bedroom was and he climbed up the old pear tree and knocked on the window. It wasn't long before Molly and Peter, each in warm dressing gowns, were running down to the playroom. They lighted a candle and saw the chairs, red wings once more. <gasps> Come on, said Peter, jumping into the chair. Where are we off to this time, I wonder? Molly jumped in too and Binky squeezed himself beside them. The chair was indeed very full. It flew out of the door and up into the air. The moon was up and the world seemed almost as light as day. The chair flew to the south and then went downwards into a strange little wood that shone blue and green. Hello, hello, we're going to visit the Grabbit Gnomes, said the pixie. I don't like that. They grab everything they can, especially things that don't belong to them. We must be careful they don't grab our wishing chair. The chair came to a rest in a small clearing near to some queer toadstool houses. 
The doors were in the great thick stalks and the windows were in the top part. No one was about. Oh, do let's explore this strange village, cried Molly in delight. I do want to. Well, hurry up then, said Binky nervously. If the grabbit gnomes see us here, they'll soon be trying to grab this, that and the other. The two children ran off to the toadstool houses and looked at them. They really were lovely. How Molly wished she had one at home in the garden. Oh, it would be so lovely to have one to live in. Whatever is Binky doing, said Peter, turning round to look. He's got a rope or something, said Molly in surprise. Oh, don't let's bother about him, Peter. Do look here. There are six little toadstools, all laid ready for breakfast. Oh, fancy, they use them for tables as well as for houses. Suddenly, there was a loud shout from a nearby toadstool house. Robbers! Burglars! Someone was leaning out of the window of a big toadstool house, pointing to the children. In a trice, all the grabbit gnomes woke up and came pouring out of their houses. Robbers! What are you doing here, robbers? No, they're not, said Binky, pushing his way through the crowd of excited gnomes. They're only children adventuring here. How did you come? asked a gnome at once. We came in our wishing chair, said Molly. <gasps> and then she wished she hadn't answered. For the grabbit gnomes gave a yell of delight and rushed off to where their chair was standing in the moonlight. We've always wanted one, they've all, we've always wanted one, they shouted. Come on, let's take it safely to our cave where we hide our treasures. But it's ours, cried Peter indignantly. Besides, how shall we get back home if you take our chair? But the gnomes didn't pay any attention to him. They raced off to the chair and soon there wasn't a tiny piece of the chair to be seen. For to Peter's dismay, all the little gnomes piled themselves into it and sat there on the seat, the back, the arms, everywhere. Go to our treasure cave, they shouted. The chair flapped its red wings and rose up. The gnomes gave a yell of triumphant delight. We're off! Goodbye! Oh, look, said Molly suddenly. There's something hanging down from the chair. What is it? It's a rope, said Peter. Oh, Binky, you clever old thing. You've tied it to the leg of the chair and the other end is tied to that tree trunk over there. <gasps> the chair can't fly away. No, said Binky with a grin. It can't. I know those grabbit gnomes. I may not know what three times seven are, but I do know what robbers these gnomes are. Well, they won't find it easy to get away. The chair rose up high until the rope was so tightly stretched that it could go no further. Then the chair came to a stop. There it hovered in the air, flapping its wings, but not moving one scrap. The gnomes shouted at it and yelled, but it was no good. It couldn't go any further. Well, the gnomes are safe for a bit, said Binky, grinning. Now, what about exploring this village properly, children? So the two spent 
half an hour peeping into the quaint toadstool houses and Binky gave them some gnome cake and gnome lemonade which was perfectly delicious. All this time the gnomes were sitting up in the wishing chair high above the trees shaking their fists at the children and yelling all kinds of threats. They were certainly well caught for they could go neither up nor down. Well, we'd better go home, said Binky, suddenly pointing to the east. Look, it will soon be dawn. Now listen to me. I am going to pull that chair down to earth again with your help. We will pull it down quickly and it will land on the ground with such a bump that all the gnomes will be thrown off. Whilst they're picking themselves up, we'll jump into the chair and off we'll go. Good idea, grinned Peter. So he and Molly and Binky went to the rope and pulled hard, hand over hand. The chair came down from the air rapidly and when it reached the ground it gave such a bump that every single gnome was thrown off. Oh, they cried, you wait, you wicked children. Oh, but they didn't wait. Instead, the three of them jumped into the chair and Peter called out, Take us home, please. Before the grabbit gnomes could take hold of the chair, it had risen up into the air, but the gnomes pulled at the rope and down came the chair again. Quick, cut the rope, shouted Peter to Binky. Poor Binky. He was feeling in every one of his many pockets for his knife and he couldn't find it. The gnomes pulled hard at the rope and the chair went down still further. And then Binky found the knife. He leaned over the chair, slashed at the rope and cut it. At once the chair bounded up into the air, free. Home, home, sang Peter delighted. Oh, I say, talk about adventures. Everyone seems more exciting than the last. Wherever shall we go next? Ooh, and... Where do you think they go next? Well, we will find out next time we read The Wishing Chair and we'll read chapter four. Uh, so there we have it. Um, now, uh, as I say, I'm going to put the question about the chilli on the um, uh, on this episode. And I will be really, really interested to know what your thoughts are on that question. <laughs> um, so I would love to be able to say to my friend, there you go. That's the answer to your question. <laughs> right. Um, you all have the best day ever. And... Um, don't forget, if you want to be a um, supporter, uh, get mummy or daddy to press the support button. Um, it will be very, very much appreciated. Uh, or you can just buy me a coffee on buymeacoffee.com. <laughs> and then I can get lots of books. Um, until then, um, I will... I've got the library tomorrow, so I'll be having a look in the library and seeing what we can find there. Um, I will have a look and see if I could find the um, the one about the map, 
a map race or something, whichever one it was that um, uh, I can't remember. Isabella asked about. I can't remember what it was called now. Um, let me have a quick look. I do apologise. Um, I have written it down, but. Uh, map Maker's Race. There we go. Because it's too expensive to buy as a book. So I will be looking for that in the library, okay? Um, right. You all have the most fantastic day, whatever you're planning on doing. And me, I will go to work. <laughs> um, but, but make sure that you all take care and stay safe. And I'll see you all again tomorrow. So, uh, bye for now.